Flood Protection Secrets, the podcast to the protection against heavy rain and flooding by Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippa. So the big challenge is how can house owners like you and me get a flood-free home? How can business managers like you and me and how can public servants provide flood-free, critical infrastructure and livable cities? Flood Protection Secrets The podcast by Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippa This podcast is for foresighted and proactive people who do not want to shovel the muddy water out of their disaster. Therefore, those who design and plan, the architects and engineers need to construct such buildings and cities and that even when the entire environment is completely flooded. That is a challenge and this podcast will give the answers. Flood Protection Secrets, the podcast by Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippe. Yes, hello and welcome. In the last episode, I told you today I will run through different examples. And uh, example number one is about the protection of a house. That is where you and me live in. As long as we live in a, in a house, of course. Um, we don't want to talk about how to protect the condominium in the 20th floor. But to be honest, and that is for another episode, I tell you how one couple was approaching us because they were flooded in the fifth floor um, of a condominium house. Okay, but today it is about the homeowners. And uh, yeah, I want to take you back um, <laughs> to the time when we were all going to school. Do you still remember that? The first day in school or perhaps even before in, in, in the kindergarten. I was never in a kindergarten, but uh, of course I, I went to elementary school. And, you know, imagine uh, when you are a child, you dream. I was always dreaming about when I was in the first grade or first class uh, in Germany um, to, to be in the second and then in the third and then suddenly in, in the fourth and fifth and sixth. And you always want to be in the class of the older people. So that means you were dreaming at this age when you were, imagine, uh, go back in time and when you were six, seven, eight, nine years old, you were certainly dreaming to become a teenager at 10, 11. And uh, um, then suddenly you are a teenager when you are 12, 13 years old. And uh, then you're dreaming about to be an adult. You want to drive a motorbike or a fancy car to impress um, perhaps uh, the girls when you are a boy or a teenager. And uh, of course, always those with the biggest motorbikes, they got the most beautiful girls in the school. And um, so at least you dream about that to be an adult. And then suddenly you are an adult. You are 20, 22 years old um, or 23, 24. Then you create perhaps a family. The first child is coming. And then you have your own house. So perhaps you can make it. I know it becomes more and more difficult. Everything is getting more expensive, but that is very often how it happens. So perhaps end of the 20s, you, you dream about it, perhaps in the middle of the beginning of the 30s, an own house. And uh, 
first a small car. Uh, you put the car into your garage and then, of course, uh, um, yeah, you, you think about, the, you have your five-year-old uh, uh, child and the child, of course, has a nice bicycle. Uh, I must tell you one thing. Recently, I wanted to purchase a bicycle um, in, in Germany and then I went to the shop and they told me, yeah, we have a bicycle starting at 1,600 euro and this one is for 3,800 and the high end is for 8,000. I said, sorry, I don't want to buy a car or a motorbike. I want to have a bicycle. And as far as I remember, the price for a bicycle was about 400 euro or 500 euro. I said, yeah, but that is high end stuff and that is an e-bike. Imagine you, you buy such an e-bike, such an expensive bicycle, and you put it in the car for your five-year-old child. What kind of value that has. Huh? And, um, and then what else do you put there? Once you have a house, you certainly have, have tools. It happens always to me that something is breaking in my house. So I have to repair it by my own. And certainly you do the same. You uh, repair the faucet because the faucet is leaking. Uh, there's always a faucet leaking in a house or you, um, you, you work in your bathroom to prepare it. Um, you install a better shower. Uh, then um, um, what, what, what else you do? Um, you have tools for repair, for, um, for, um, yeah, for gardening, uh, to make your garden more beautiful. And uh, at the end, perhaps, um, yeah, your golf clubs. Uh, that means all these beautiful things. <laughs> Iron, iron three, iron five. Oh, yeah. uh, expensive. And then, um, when you go back to the, that was a little bit um, the description of a house and a garage um, through the eyes of a, of a man. Huh? You you imagine already all all women, all ladies listening to this podcast will certainly say, "What? Why is always talking talking about the the, the boy stuff?" Uh, for for me, more important is that I have a nice sofa. Yeah, uh, we, we men, we are a little bit more simpler. Huh? Of course, I also appreciate to have a nice sofa, but um, naja, <laughs> it is as it is. So there's a nice, beautiful leather sofa perhaps uh, in, in, your, in your living room. And the kitchen has the most modern machines huh? um, to, to do all the, the work in the kitchen for you. All these kind of mixers, stirrers, and, and what, what else? Of course, a high-end refrigerator, a freezer, and um, rice cooker in Asia. <laughs> the most important tool in Asia is a rice cooker. Uh, and, um, of course, a um, washing machine, um, a, a dryer for the... For the um, for, for washing. Very important when you have typhoon season in Southeast Asia because um, when it is raining for two weeks or three weeks, uh, there is no way that your clothes will dry. That is almost impossible, very difficult. So that is why it is very advisable to have a dryer. Um, yeah, then what else perhaps in the, you have a karaoke machine, a high-end music installation system, um, a home trainer to keep you yeah, to keep your weight and uh, when you are older, when you are 30, 32, 35, uh, people normally don't think about that. They have not to worry about it. But um, perhaps people want to reduce the weight. So there's a home trainer, also expensive. Yeah, you, you realize already, I, I describe everything what you find in your home. And if you listen until now, um, then you might uh, recognize all the things. And there's one more thing for the five-year-old kid. For instance, there's a guitar and a piano um, standing around. And before I tell you what all these things have to do 
with this podcast, we make a very small break to take a, take a coffee. So we will be back in a very short moment. Flood Protection Secrets, the podcast to the protection against heavy rain and flooding by Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippa. Yeah, that was time enough to have a, have a small coffee. And um, yeah, now I want to tell you I, I, what is the story about. So remember, for, for this small house, and today I talk, I told you, I talk about ha uh, house and, and homeowners. So for all the businesses and architectural things, that is for the next episodes, of course. Today we talk about a house because uh, the house is where the people live in and uh, Business work comes later. So house first. That's the center of our life. And uh, yeah, remember how many salaries you needed just to finance a house, a small one. Perhaps also when, when you go back, you had to finance the first apartment, the first condominium. Uh, even when you rented it, uh, you need to save a lot of money. When you are young, you don't have that money. Yeah? And how often um, did, you, did you skip expensive vacations or not only uh, expensive uh, perhaps you 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 did you were not having any vacation uh, and so you were you saved the money and uh, uh, in asia um, that is different to countries like germany for instance um, in in or france and in asia you have to pay for the school if you want that your, your kids go to a to a good school but you have to pay and international schools are very expensive very very expensive so um, per year to spend $10,000, it's nothing special. Uh, and we are not talking about the high-end schools, of course. So you had to save this money as well. And um, then the second child is on the way. You think already, oh, I need twice the school fees. And then the university, what is even more expensive? And if you want to send your child at a foreign university, at least here in Asia, um, then uh, it is really, really expensive. By the way, that is the same in, uh, in, in the Western countries in Europe. If you want to send your, your child, um, what is already a young man or a young uh, woman, to a high-end uh, American university, you have to pay the fees and you have to earn the money. So how can you earn the money if you invest everything for your house? So that is a problem and that is a big question. So how do you solve it? Um, Yes, you must earn it first, but then, you know, in our case, um, what was really, really difficult for this particular um, family. And I, I tell you a story from a family here in the province of Bulacan, um, in the province of Bulacan. Um, Bulacan is a little bit north of Manila, perhaps so 30, 40 kilometers, 40 kilometers north of Manila, on the way to Clark, where I am located, where the Clark International Airport is. And um, it's um, very often underwater. There, it's a swampy area like Pampanga. And um, yeah, the people have to be careful. Um, but when the sun is shining, it's beautiful. And there was an, an older couple already because uh, they have done all these things in the past that I descri I've described. So they imp improved uh, their house. So the, the children left the house already. So at the end, they improved the sofa, the, the tools in the house, the car. Everything was 
um, improved and they spent a lot of money. So all their money from all their life was spent for these things. And now imagine then what, what happens when the disaster is coming. And um, you, you wake up and the, the sun is shining, everything is looking good, and then suddenly the sky turns gray, then it's getting dark, it's getting dark black, and then the first lightning um, can be observed and thunder comes with it or thunder and lightning and then comes the rain. Then comes the rain and you think, oh, hopefully it will not rain too long because you th think about your leather sofa, how, how can you bring it upstairs and perhaps you, you, you cannot uh, carry it upstairs and uh, what happens with a car and your beautiful flourishing garden. But then oh, you relax, the rain stops Great. No more rain. You are very, very lucky. And um, yeah, you have a peace of mind again. But then suddenly wind came up. That is always what you can observe everywhere in the world. And um, that is a calm before the storm. And sudden wind came up. It, it's increasing, increasing, increasing. And then the, with the wind comes the rain. And then it started to rain. And the rain before that was nothing. Now you have real rain and it's raining and raining and raining again. And you can see through your window how the water in the street is rising and how your street becomes a small creek uh, and then perhaps a small river. And then the water finds a way into your garden um, and uh, is, is flooding your garden. At the beginning, it was only a little bit water, but suddenly with every minute, the water is increasing and You don't know what to do. You're still safe because uh, there are two doorsteps until the entrance of your house. It's a little bit elevated, but you are worrying about um, about your garage. And then suddenly um, the water is increasing. And that really happened uh, to this couple in Bulacan. And um, um, very kind uh, woman and man. And uh, as I've said, the children have left the house al already. And uh, all their money was inside this house. And when you see this house, beautiful, absolutely great with nice technology inside and nice stuff. And then suddenly the water entered uh, the house, uh, the living room, through the back door, through the side door. Uh, they have three doors and uh, it was everywhere. And at the beginning they tried to mud it up. So um, mud it up, is that the right word? I think so. And... Uh, And uh, but they couldn't they couldn't do that because uh, the water came from all three doors and uh, there were only two people and that was almost impossible. So they lost the, the race uh, and um, they could see that the garden was already flooded. Then the water came to the house and they could only see and imagine what happened inside the garage. And uh, they were thinking they will lose everything. The next day there was a sunshine back, so a little bit sunshine that was not a long-lasting typhoon. And um, yeah, then they inspected the house. They were totally desperate because they spent the whole night up uh, in the second floor. And when they went downstairs, the water was still there. Uh, and uh, but uh, everything was damaged. The door was broken. The sofa was swimming around before, and now it was laying somewhere. Mud was everywhere. And uh, everything was dirty. That was not a house anymore. And the, and the wife started to, to, to cry. She was crying before already when the rain was uh, starting because she knew what it means. And uh, that was the same all over the, the first floor. First floor, the ground floor. Huh? And uh, everything was damaged. So the, 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 the music uh, instruments, the amplifier, the sound system for the karaoke system, 
um, the kitchen, the refrigerator was falling because uh, you cannot imagine how powerful water is. Uh, it makes uh, a little bit water makes cars swim already. And the same is true for um, refrigerator. Suddenly everything is falling and, and shaking. So uh, even a, a laptop standing or a computer standing on a table and uh, is not flooded directly, but it will fall to, into the water because the table is swimming and then shaking and then the computer will slide and fall into the water as well. So nothing is um, could be used anymore. They are almost lost everything. Um, including clothes and uh, and all the accessories. And uh, then they went um, to the garden because uh, the water was almost gone. You could you could step through the water. Everything was wet and here and there there was still water up to the ankles uh, um, and um, sometimes up to the knee at the lower, uh, um, lower location. And uh, they could see that all the flowers that they have, um, yeah, they have planted years ago um, are totally destroyed or the, the green garden you know that the, that this green food is of course very interesting for everybody so all gone all gone uh, they said okay fine but the barbecue corner tot totally destroyed all the nice the grill you know this expensive grill <laughs> what you can buy is this american grill what i also have these round thing thing and uh, and the sofa uh, outside and the doors and uh, the, not the doors, uh, the chairs, the garden chairs, all gone. And then finally they, they arrived at the garage. They opened the side door because they couldn't open the, the um, electric door at the, at the entrance. Uh, electricity was not working and it was totally damaged from outside. There was floating debris uh, damaging it. So it isn't, was not sliding anymore, was not, uh, could not be lifted. Then they went into the garage from uh, from the side door, and the first thing what happened when they opened, they tried to open the door, they couldn't because there was water behind. Behind, and you know, uh, you know that from the Hollywood movies, uh, when the car is driving into the river and uh, people are inside and they want to get out, they cannot because of the water pressure. So they have to wait until the pressure is equal inside to outside, and then you can open it very easily. And um, if you are still alive uh, in the car, but here, okay, finally they opened it and. Yeah, then what happened? Um, they saw the whole damage inside. So the cars were not standing anymore um, and um, everything was really damaged. The bicycle, the drilling machine, uh, all the other tools, the compressor, um, and everything was swimming and hitting the cars. So the cars were scratched and damaged and they could only imagine what happened to the electric system. So uh, damage everywhere and um, you know the wife was crying already before and now the man was crying and both trembled um, from now on whenever rainfall was coming whenever there was thunder and uh, is thunder and lightning and um, they that is a kind of panic already and uh, that is a very sad thing and um, you know they they had to find a solution because they lost everything and they said okay we still have some savings but that was for our retirement. And what if we spend it now and then it happens again? And uh, how can we protect? Is it possible to protect a whole garden with, with a barbecue corner, swimming pool they were not having? Uh, and uh, the house with three doors? What, what if the windows will be, will be flooded? What, what then? And uh, how to protect the garage? Uh, and uh, how did they, how, how they have done? That's the thing 
I will tell you in the next episode because for today it's okay. I was talking a little bit about the disaster and if you're still with me and listen until here, um, yeah, thank you very much for listening and uh, I don't want to make you afraid. I just want to tell you the story of this couple from the province in Bulacan, uh, 60 kilometers north of Manila, who had uh, have had uh, one of the, the worst days in their whole life and it's still shaking their bodies and their soul um, until today. But they found a solution and uh, it's not about the technical thing alone. Huh? I, do, I will not uh, tell you all these technical details, don't worry. It is about uh, what to do and what they have done finally and these things how to solve it and how to be protected in the future and what has to be done that you don't make the wrong uh, wrong decisions and you waste all your hard-earned money for nothing and then you stand in the middle of your living room shoveling the mud out onto the street again that is what i'm going to tell you in the next episode I wish and hope for you that you make the right decisions when it comes to your personal flood protection. And if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to this podcast channel if you haven't already. Now it only remains for me to wish you a good day. Do something with it. Maybe until the next podcast episode. I would be very happy. See you there. As always, stay safe and flood free. Your Andreas Klippe and the whole Flood Experts team. it again with a new episode of Flood Protection Secrets, the podcast by Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippi, German engineer, book author, and head of the Flood Experts. What can Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippi, protect for you? Anytime? worldwide? Contact us or just click through to www.thefloodexperts.de slash bonus. Detailed engineering. German quality. Safe. Flood protection secrets. The secrets you'll want to unfold. Don't forget, you're only one flood barrier away. Subscribe to the season. You'll never be late for an episode. <laughs>